It's the Ricky Stokes I'm Calling You Out podcast from the man that brought you RickyStokesNews.com. Yeah, that Ricky Stokes. Plain and simple with just the facts. Because if you know Ricky Stokes, you know he'll call hogwash when he sees it. Yeah, that Ricky Stokes. And now, here is Ricky Stokes. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Tick. First off, I want to tell you this morning I was in a Dothan business in line, and we're talking about Wednesday. I was in line, and before I ever got to the teller of where I was at, I get a phone call. Do you know a tornado has hit in Abbeville, Alabama? I moved up a space in line. Before I ever got to the window, I got video of the tornado in Abbeville. I did all that without CAD. I did all that without Jesse. Then I got a phone call about that information. So all this stuff that that uh, Ken Curtis, a.k.a. Ken Henderson, who is a trustee with the Houston County Jail serving time in 1977 when I started some 46 years ago, that tries to say that what's happened was for the benefit of Ricky Stokes News. I don't know that it was. I didn't send anybody to get anything from me or get to go through the back doors to get anything from me. So it's hogwash what Ken Curtis, a.k.a. Ken Henderson, inmate number, I don't know what, but in 1977 when he was a trustee in the Houston County Jail, I don't know what his inmate number was, but I know Ricky Stokes hadn't done anything wrong. And if it was for the benefit of Ricky Stokes News, Ricky Stokes does not know it. So Ken Curtis, a.k.a. Ken Henderson, that's the reason there's text Ricky. That's the reason I've been in this for 46-plus years. I know how to find out what's happening. Instead of what you do, like yesterday, a little after four, within minutes of four o'clock of a firearm assault, I had the story. The other day, the morning, seven-something, like 7.06 or 7.03, I posted about Cheddar's, or not Cheddar's, O'Charlie's, sorry, Cheddar's, O'Charlie's, let's get me get it right, O'Charlie's, closed for good. It was about 8.15 or so, Ken Curtis follows it. In WDHN later. I don't need that stuff. I know how to find out what's going on and what's happening. So, Ken Curtis, a.k.a. Ken Henderson, stick it in your ear, okay? Stick it in your ear or elsewhere. I don't have to have it. I know how to find out what's happening. And y'all want to claim you're a Tri-States News leader. You're the Tri-States News follower. Used to, I thought it was a challenge to beat you to the news. It's no longer a challenge. It's a cakewalk. Okay? So I don't care what you say. Now, ladies and gentlemen, right after this, I'm going to fix and get into some other stuff that's going to shock you about your government and your county government. And it just really is irritating to me of such stupidness. It's Ricky Stokes. I'm calling you out on the hogwash. I'll be right back. This is the Ricky Stokes I'm Calling You Out podcast. Available on his website at rickystokesnews.com. His Facebook page at Ricky Stokes News. Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. Also available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in. This is Ricky Stokes. This is not meant to say, look what I do, but because that Ken Curtis has opened the door... I want to say 
that since 2013, we have written bonds for people that if you will go to one year of treatment, like Alabama Teen Challenge, which is no longer for teenagers. One person I carried was 25 and his roommate was 20 and 68. But since 2013, I've been writing bonds for free if the person will commit to go to Teen Challenge for one year. And there's several that has had habits that's turned around. And if you've ever known that God's used you, I know God has used me in those cases. So I have written bonds and helped people that has had an addiction that has turned their lives around. And the first one was in 2013. In 2016, he sent me a text message, ironically, just before church started, the same church that I used to go to where Ricky Herring has attended, uh, that said, I couldn't understand why you did what you did at the time, but I want to tell you, thank you. I love you for it. I'm out of debt. I'm getting married. Uh, I've just bought a house. And today, he's got two children and a great job. Now, Ricky Stokes didn't do anything except plug the cords together. That, that's all I did. But his life's turned around, and I know that God used me. Yes, Ricky Stokes gave Jesse Taylor a job. Yes, Jesse had been to a rehab program. I did not know what he was doing at the EMA office, but ironically, Chris Judah, the EMA director, didn't know that he was allegedly going into the computer. But it was not for the benefit of Ricky Stokes News, and neither was it Chris Judah knowing what exactly he was doing if he was doing it I, uh, he's not been proven guilty and in america you're supposed to be and you're not unless you're the speaker of the house of the alabama representatives like mike Hubbard was uh, that you're if you're under indictment you're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty in a court of law just this past week one man who's been under arrest since 2020 for elder abuse the cases was dismissed against him this past week, there was a man arrested for domestic violence where a case for murder was dismissed against him. I always remember a case that uh, Jim Parkman had that said, uh, based on the consistency of the victim's statement over an extended period of time, it is a founded complaint. When Jim Parkman got into ripping his hemorrhoids out through his throat, the doctor, it was one visit for 30 minutes, which said, based on the consistency. Back when Ricky Herring and others were arrested for theft of auto parts and falsifying business records, the uh, former commander of the Houston County Sheriff's Office, it was also a retired FBI agent, he said that the only difference between him and a lie detector test was that you didn't have to plug him in. Well, I tossed him an extension cord and told him his batteries was weak, that they needed charging. The investigator said, might as well work out a plea because we have a lock solid case all right i was on the defense team in that case with jim parkman when we went to trial 18 consecutive misdemeanor cases not guilty and the felonies were eventually dismissed so for the record i want to say to give ricky herring his dues the, the cases were uh, found not guilty and ricky stokes was a part of that defense team ricky herring is not the same ricky herring he was that back then he thinks he's somebody Anyway, he has, in my belief, in my opinion, wanted Chris Judah's resignation since he came on the commission years ago, uh, last term. We finally got it. But they have done that man wrong. That man had this county's back. He had the fire and EMS's back across this county. 
And, you know, the Houston County is supposed to work four days a week. But if there's a holiday, they only work three days a week. Chris Judah worked just about seven days a week. You could find him on the scenes. You could find him helping. He had the people's best interest in this county. And he was not in it for money. He was overtime exempt. He made less than a captain with the Houston County Sheriff's Department. And they did him wrong. More importantly, they've done you, the people, wrong because you've lost a dedicated person that was only interested in the service of the people of this county. Now, let me tell you this in case you don't know it. Brandon Shoup doesn't know beans about emergency management. There's a lot of things I could cover that he did not know, never knew, even though they, Judah tried to get them down there to show them what emergency management does. But right now, ladies and gentlemen, you can feel some lack of comfort in knowing that he is in charge. He is the acting EMA director. And we just had a uh, tornado this morning that struck Abbeville, Alabama. Asked Jimmy Raines if he planned for that tornado to hit. My understanding, it picked some wood up and moved it at Yellowwood. Ask the forestry. Alabama Forestry is in Abbeville. If they expected to have their office made into a convertible this morning or their warehouse in the back be torn apart, it was unplanned. And those are the events that you have to prepare for in emergencies. The Houston County Commission the other day harked on Chris Judas and said, you have spent $3,000 for tires. Yeah, it's called mass casualty trailers. Replacing the tires on mass casualty that was 100% reimbursement from a grant. The mass casualty trailers, had the tires had dry rotted. By the way, they were moved at Ricky Stokes' expense because my sons and people that work with me took their trucks and went and moved the trailers because the EMA did not have vehicles large enough to move those trailers. The mass casualty. Dothan Fire Department defines a mass casualty as more than six injuries. More than six injuries. Did anybody plan the day for the tornado to hit? Did anybody? Was that in the plans for today? No. Emergencies happened unplanned. And these Idiots don't see that. They talk about $3,000 for tires. I want to know where the $1 million went for green space in downtown Dothan. Where is the green space? The city of Dothan just tore down a building. The, oh, the First National or, or Wells Fargo branch that was built next to the Opera House. Perfectly good building. They took bulldozers after they paid probably a quarter of a million dollars plus probably couple hundred thousand dollars renovating it for Dothan Utilities, and they tore it down. Bulldozer, spat, gone, hogwash. I am tired of what these people are doing, and they have no clue. Also, I want you to know this. The Houston County Commission, four members vote, District 1, 2, 3, and 4. Two of those districts happen to sit right next to each other, three and four, are Houston County Sheriff deputies. They draw paychecks from Houston County. They vote on raises. The raise that they got before Mark Carver left, Ricky Herring asked one question, who all gets this raise? And the response was, everybody, including y'all, 
the elected commissioners. He said, I vote for it. I vote for it. I vote for it. So he got a 4.3% raise on his salary as a commissioner. Now, I don't know what raises he got his first four years. So it was based on what he was drawing at that time, which included the first four years of cost of living raises. But if you take 33000 you add 4.3% to it, that's $1,416 on that raise. The next raise he did not vote on only because he had a death in his family that day and did not attend the county commission, but it was a 15% raise. And then they got a third raise, and he got him on his salary as a deputy sheriff. So if you figure he makes, and which he makes overtime, by the way, in, as sergeant on the sheriff's office, so if you figure his pay raises as a deputy and pay raises as a commissioner – just now, I'm, it's an unofficial guesstimate, but it's around almost $17,000 a year worth of raises he got based on both positions. All right? The chairman cannot make a motion and cannot vote unless it's a tie. Understand this. If one commissioner's out, you know who controls the Houston County Commission? If it happens to be uh, District 1 that's out, District 2, 3, and 4 are the only ones that cast a vote. So Houston County Sheriff's Office is 100% controlling what happens on the commission. Alabama Attorney General's ruling that allowed it, which has not been challenged in court yet, that allowed it said that a deputy is not an office of profit. Two of the prongs on the definition of office of profit is a definitive term of office and a definitive pay. Well, the sheriffs around here had to swear in their deputies at the beginning of this term of office in January. I asked one sheriff in a neighboring county, why are you swearing them in? said, because it's the beginning of a new administration. Oh, it is a beginning of a new administration. So that's one prong, definitive term. And there's law in the books, and I don't remember if it was 15000 or, I mean, excuse me, yeah, 1500 a month or 1200 a month. But there's a law in the books of the Code of Alabama, that the minimum pay for a deputy sheriff is either $1,200 a month or $1,500 a month. Oh, there's a definitive pay. So if somebody wants to challenge it in court, there's a good probability that uh, y'all could get it where they deputy sheriffs can't serve. In my opinion, it's a conflict of interest, a very conflict of interest. And I don't think the voters realized it, that they can vote their own selves a raise. They have done it. I've seen it. I've witnessed it. And they do it. And it is hogwash what they're doing and what they've done and how they've treated Chris Judah that's given his heart to Houston County and worked almost seven days a week. It's uncalled for. Ladies and gentlemen, they watched out of the six floor windows at the tower and watched Chris Judah leaving on foot, walking home, and not one of the five plus the six of Covert, the county administrator, offered to carry that man home. They made him leave his vehicle in the parking lot at the tower, and I got a phone call, and I was in Ashford. The phone call was not from Chris Judah. It was from someone else, that he was left walking home. And I got one of my coworkers at the office to go see if they could find him, and they found him and carried him home. And I've heard rumors that the commission goes, hey, oh, Ricky carried him home. Yeah, I'm, I was his friend. Yeah. But I didn't. One of my people did that works with me. So, but I would have. The only reason I didn't is because I was in Ashford. Okay? The man did a good job. I know firsthand. And all this stuff about me, also he didn't know it. It's, if you know, you can't fix a problem if you don't know it. Can't fix a problem if you don't know it. 
And uh, you might want to watch out because as many people as y'all have working all throughout the county, uh, you know, something could happen with all the people y'all have working and you not know it. But you know what? Now you've gone, you're responsible. You are responsible. And I'm going to hold you accountable. This is Ricky Stokes. I'm calling you out. Find Ricky on his website at rickystokesnews.com, on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, or Twitter. You can also email Ricky at rsn.news109 at gmail.com or text Ricky anytime at 334-790-1729. And tune in next time for the Ricky Stokes I'm Calling You Out podcast. Available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you find your podcast. I'm going.